Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. WTOC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And good afternoon and welcome to Community Connection. I'm Tina Cosby. Today is Tuesday, October the 17th. On the show today, last night, the Indianapolis City County Council, by unanimous vote, which also means bipartisan, Past Mayor Joe Hogsett's record-setting uh, $1.5 billion budget for the city of Indianapolis for the year 2024 for next year. Going to get back to that shortly, uh, and we'll be joined uh, not too long from now uh, by Councilor uh, Majority Leader Maggie Lewis. That's coming up at the bottom of the hour. In the nation's capital right now, as we speak, members of the House of Representatives um, are voting um, as they start the process of trying to elect a new Speaker of the House. Um, Controversial Ohio Republican Jim Jordan is the leading candidate. The Republicans, as you know, have the majority in the House. It's a slim, narrow one, but a majority uh, in the House of Representatives. Anyway, he is the uh, the one that the GOP has put up as their leading candidate to be Speaker of the House. But as always in Congress, especially with this particular Congress, I believe the 118th, I, I don't know, I think that's what I heard him say. Anyway, this particular Congress, they are ex- there are expected to be issues. Um, we'll let you know if anything of significance happens um, before uh, the end of the show. Um, from what I understand, uh, Jordan was not expected to win on the first vote, but hey, stranger things have happened. A lot of crazy things have happened. He may win, he may not. Not expected to. But anyway, um, we'll just keep an eye on that. Uh, so, uh, But first, I uh, want to tell you about uh, an opportunity. Uh, that all of you have all this week. Uh, we are giving away two tickets to our Praise Indy Pastor and Clergy Appreciation Luncheon. Uh, it's coming up Thursday, October the 26th from 11 a.m. until 1.30 p.m. at the Madam Walker Legacy Center. Uh, be caller number 10 right now to the number 317-239-1310. 317-239-1310. Again, caller number 10 to 317-239-1310 for your chance to win a pair of free tickets uh, to our Praise Indy Pastor and Clergy Appreciation Luncheon. Again, that luncheon is coming up Thursday, October 26th at the Madam Walker Legacy Center, and it is an invitation-only event. Caller number 10 wins. Caller number 10 to the number 317 239 1310 wins those tickets. Uh, good luck. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's that's always a very nice event. I'm really excited to be um, 
to to be Tony Lamont and I, by the way, are going to be um, Tony ma- mainly. Uh, I'm going to be there with Tony <laughs> uh, hosting uh, the event, uh, but uh, it should be really nice and and certainly uh, excited for us here at the station to be able to show our appreciation to um, the pastors and clergy who do so very much to make praise uh, indie what it is today. So again, uh, 317-239-1310. Caller number 10 for free tickets. Uh, the other uh, thing I wanted to talk about, uh, in addition to uh, last night's city county council meeting, um, was the fact that there are a number of things I want to catch everyone up on. One of the things um, I wanted to catch everyone up on was the request by a... Um, a caller who said, you know, we were talking about voting and the importance of of the meeting all of these deadlines, early voting, vote centers, uh, uh, registration, uh, and, you know, just everything. We, we, we give a lot of the information uh, about Marion County because it's where we're located, but uh, it is not the only uh, place where people listen to uh, to our stations. And so the caller, very rightfully so, said, well, what about, you know, Hamilton County? What about some of the other counties? So um, I promised uh, that I would have that information um, about the early voting locations uh, in the satellite, or they call them the donut uh, counties. And so... Uh, here we go. I'm going to, and I believe, Sky, have you put that on our web? Well, Sky's on the phone. Um, because there's uh, several of you calling in for those tickets to the Pastor and Clergy Appreciation Luncheon. Um, while we're waiting um, on that, Hamilton County, there is early voting in Hamilton County. Uh, and the early voting locations are going to be in Noblesville, Carmel, um, Fishers and Westfield. Uh, those are going to be the early vote locations. Of course, the primary early vote location uh, in Hamilton County is uh, going to be in Noblesville at the Judicial Center, 1 Hamilton County Square. Um, and early voting is there uh, October 11th through November 6th. Uh, the Hamilton County Fairgrounds, though, uh, is also uh, an early voting site in Noblesville, October 11th through November 6th. So already, uh, the, the the surrounding counties, and we've talked about it before, we've talked about it before, that uh, smaller in population than Marion County, but have a lot more opportunities to early vote and, and satellite vote centers than, than we do in Marion County. So we got we got to find a way to get that corrected. But anyway, in Noblesville, uh, the Judicial Center, 1 Hamilton County Square, October 11th through November 6th. Uh, also in Noblesville, Hamilton County Fairgrounds, 2003 Pleasant Street, October 11th uh, through uh, November the 6th. Um, and uh, Fishers, uh, Carmel, and Westfield. Uh, Westfield is going to be Westfield City Hall. Uh, cool Creek Nature Center. Those uh, locations will be open October 25th through the 28th. So those will be open on weekends starting October, uh, well, mostly weekends starting October uh, 25th. Uh, Fishers um, also. Um, the, the, the important thing to know is that you just go to the website uh, that uh, for Hamilton County, which is... 
well, of course, indianavoters.in.gov for everyone. Uh, but the website is uh, hamiltoncounty.in.gov. I do believe hamiltoncounty.in.gov. Let me get that. Oh, hold on just a second. I'm going to stop right now because uh, you don't have to call. Don't call. We have a winner. We have a winner. We have a winner. So um, thank you, everyone, for calling. We do have a winner, okay? We got a winner. So if you're calling about the tickets uh, to the uh, uh, the pastors appreci- pastor and clergy appreciation uh, luncheon coming up October 26th, caller number 10, we do have a winner. Uh, the winner is Josie. Uh, so congratulations, Josie. You are caller number 10. And you've won a pair of tickets to our Praise Indie Pastor and Clergy Appreciation Luncheon Thursday, October 26th at the Madam Walker Legacy Center. Uh, This invitation-only event will be hosted by none other than Tony Lamont and yours truly and presented by McDonald's, Davis & Associates, Inc. and Eskenazi Health. Uh, Everyone, make sure to listen once again tomorrow for your chance to win tickets to the Praise Indie Pastor and Clergy Appreciation Luncheon. So congratulations to you um, Josie. So, um, here, you know, back to the, um, the different places, uh, the surrounding counties, the donut counties where people can, can vote early. Um, uh, you can visit here in Marion County, of course, vote.nd.gov. Um, the early voting and, uh, Noblesville and locations in Carmel officials in Westfield. Uh, you can visit hamiltoncounty.in.gov for specific hours and all these other places. Uh, Hendricks County, uh, visit visit us for specific hours at each site. The sites in Hendricks County are going to be the Government Center in Danville, Brownsburg Public Library, and the Radiant Bible Church, Gable Crossing in Avon. In Johnson County, visit co.johnson.in.us for more information, co.johnson.in.us. Um uh, the t- the event is 11:30. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, the event is 11:30 a.m. until 1:30 p.m. 11:30 a.m. until 1:30 p.m. Sorry about that. Uh, that's Johnson County, Boone County, uh, early voting locations. Uh, oh, Johnson County, Johnson County Courthouse, White River Public Library, Greenwood Public Library, Trafalgar Public Library, uh, John R. Drybread Community Center, Greenwood Village South Retirement Community, Otterbein Senior Life Community, and Compass Park Indiana Masonic Home. Um, and again, for specific hours in Johnson County, go to co.johnson.in. U.S. for more information on hours and early voting. Boone County, uh, specific hours for Boone County and early voting locations at Boone, B-O-O-N-E, county.in.gov, boonecounty.in.gov. Those locations, the Boone County Courthouse, uh, Whitestown Municipal Building, Zionsville Town Hall, Zionsville Hussey Mayfield Library, Grace Baptist Church, and the Jamestown Municipal Building. In Hancock County, early voting locations will be the Hancock County Courthouse in Greenfield, uh, the Hancock County Public Library, the Greenfield Branch, uh, Hancock County Public Library, Sugar Creek Branch, uh, and the Mount Vernon School Administration Building in Fortville. 
in Fortville. And the website for that is HancockIN.gov. HancockIN.gov. So once again, uh, early voting is open not only in Marion County, but in all of the donut counties, including Hancock, Boone, Johnson, and Hamilton, and Hendricks. So I'm going to go over it again real quick. Hancock County early voting locations can be found and hours can be found at HancockIN.gov. HancockIN, all one word, H-A-N-C-O-C-K-I-N.gov. Okay, HancockIN.gov, that's for Hancock County, right? For Boone County, the specific hours and all of the early voting, you go to Boone, B-O-O-N-E, county, all one word, dot, I-N.gov, Boone, B-O-O-N-E, county, dot, I-N.gov, that's Boone County, okay? Johnson County, early voting locations there as well. Visit co.johnson.in.us to get more information about every place that's available to vote early there in Johnson County co.johnson.in.us for more information on hours at early voting locations in Johnson County. In Hendricks County, early voting locations, of course, yes, there are. Where are they and what specific times are they open? Well, visit co.hendricks, H-E-N-D-R-I-C-K-S, co.hendricks.in.us for all of that information. Um, Hamilton County, Hamilton County, early voting locations. And we get, you know, the the call was from Hamilton County, so I'm going to, that's why I'm going to give you the early voting locations. Noblesville, Carmel, um, Fishers, and Westfield. Noblesville, Carmel, Fishers, and Westfield, and the site to go to to find out all of those hours, and if you didn't get those locations, go to Hamilton County, all one word, hamiltoncounty.in.gov for the specifics. Again, that's hamiltoncounty.in.gov for the specifics. And, of course, Marion County, um, the early voting location, uh, the only one in Marion County, uh, is at the Indianapolis City County Building um, during the entire uh, time span of early voting. Um, and you can go to vote.nd.gov. Again, you can go to vote.nd.gov. Uh, the following locations, as we were saying and telling you about Marion County, um, as of October 28th, eight eight satellite locations uh, will open. And uh, they will be open October 28th through November 5th. And again, you can go to vote.nd.gov for the hours at each of these sites. And I'm going to give you these as well. And again, if you go to um, uh, praise, uh, if you go to our website, praise.nd, you can... um, you can find all of this, but I'm going to tell you what they are because some folks say I don't say. Okay, I'm going to tell you what they are. Decatur Township Government Center, Franklin Township Government Center, the MSD of Lawrence Education and Community Center, Perry Township Government Center, the Pike Library Branch, St. Luke's United Methodist Church, Thatcher Park Community Center, and the Warren Township Government Center. So, again, these are for Marion County, and starting October 28th through November 5th, 
you can go to any of these vote centers and cast your early vote for the upcoming November 7th municipal elections. And again, Decatur Township Government Center, 5410 South High School Road, the Franklin Township Government Center, 6231 South Arlington Avenue, the MSD Lawrence Education and Community Center, 6501 Sunnyside Road, the Perry Township Government Center, 4925 Shelby Street, the Pike Library Branch, 6525 North Zionsville Road, St. Luke's United Methodist Church, 100 West 86th Street, the Thatcher Park Community Center, 4649 West Vermont Street, and the Warren Township Government Center, 501 North Post Road. Okay. You got that? Good. Uh, <laughs> you, you can always go to our website uh, and and just get that. Or if you want, you can call in and and I can I've got the I've got the list right here with me, and I am going to keep it with me throughout this election uh, season, all the way up to and uh, through the elections. Uh, the one thing that is you know Marion County. Um, and, and I want to remind everyone, I just said it, but I want to say it again. You are permitted to vote uh, early vote or on Election Day. You know, if, if, that right now, we just got the early vote centers that are open. But you can vote at any vote center in the vicinity of where you are whenever you decide to vote uh, because you do not have to vote at an assigned or designated uh, precinct area. So there you go, polling place. So uh, that is one of the pluses of, uh, of voting in Marion County. Uh, right now, our early voting is at the City County Building, uh, 200 uh, uh, East Washington Street, downtown um, Indianapolis. So we got that. So, um, again, uh, we have coming up um, uh, Maggie Lewis, uh, City County Council Majority Leader. I, I did find it, I, I don't know, I, I, I'd have to look up the history of uh, budgets, uh, budgetary uh, uh, history, so to speak. But I, I did find it interesting that um, the mayor's uh, budget, proposed budget, was was voted on and approved unanimously by the council, which, like I said, was also bipartisan, especially given the fact uh, that his uh, bid for re-election is just a couple of weeks away. So um, that is that is very interesting. I do understand that the Republicans who did vote in favor of the budget did so uh, with a critical comment or two as a result, but uh, they, they towed the line and did the responsible thing, I guess, and, and voted to make sure that the city had uh, the funding that it's going to need uh, for 2024. Uh, Councillor Lewis, Majority Leader Lewis, is going to like I said, talk with us a little bit more uh, about some of the specifics. But as you know, and as you've been hearing on the show, the lion's share of the budget, uh, more than 320, I think it was 323 million, uh, went to IMPD slash public safety. Uh, one of the uh, one of the big purchases from that money is going to be um, uh, dash cams uh, inside uh, the cruisers, the police cruisers, which give an added view um, to the body-worn cameras uh, that the officers uh, now wear. So, um, you know, we'll find out a little bit more about that. The other thing, um, the yeah, infrastructure, um, 
streets wrote uh, potholes weren't mentioned specifically uh, but we do know that there's money in the budget uh, actually there's a five-year plan and this year's budget took care of this year's responsibility toward that but I, I think we're going to be watching with a very critical eye that I you know IMPD yes of course but we're all I, I know for a fact the listeners to this show are going to be listening and paying attention quite a bit to how and where that pothole money uh, is going to be used because we are approaching the season. Uh, our drivers and professional drivers, uh, there's there's no doubt that, that we all, in fact, all of us experience uh, the, 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 the headache that is, uh, I don't know, it feels like terroristic sometimes driving on the street. That is the, the pothole. I don't know why you know we we've, we've tossed this around many times as well what is the problem why do we have such a prolific uh a proliferation of potholes in the city um why is it so hard to get reimbursed for potholes you know our whole pothole culture here in the city of indianapolis i have long said that i think the city needs to appoint a uh, a pothole uh chuck hole or whatever you want to call it a czar somebody that their only job is to look into uh potholes and the maintenance the fact that they need to be filled they need to be taken care of uh, some of you have mentioned the fact that maybe the city just needs to do a complete resurface just start from the, the ground up which would cost uh, in excess of a billion dollars but um the, uh, more than a billion is being spent over the course of five years, so we'll see. Um, obviously, some areas are, are worse than others. Some are not. But one of the things I want to see with this record-setting budget, historic budget, uh, that, that and I'm sure you all will keep track of it and keep an eye on it, is how our, um, our streets, potholes, and things of that nature are... Um, are, are going to be tended to and cared about. Also... Um, Coming up this weekend, this Friday, this Friday, um, speaking of the City County Council, the uh, wanted to let everyone know that the council recently also made it possible uh, for the establishment of what is going to be called the Madam C.J. Walker Memorial Way. The Madam C.J. Walker Memorial Way. Uh, what it is is a stretch along Indiana Avenue, uh, soon to be officially dedicated and soon to receive uh, the sign marker uh, as, as such of a designation, as we designating it as such, I should say. Uh, that's going to happen. Uh, the festivities of all that happened this Friday evening at 530 at the Walker. Um, it's going to be part of a, a free uh, community uh, open house, community open house this Friday. And that'll, the, uh, that'll follow the, well, actually following the formal dedication um, of the Madam C.J. Walker Way no, C, hold on. C J Walker Memorial Way. I didn't want to leave out the word. It's going to be called the Madam C J Walker Memorial Way. Um, following the formal uh, dedication, uh, participants can enjoy Indiana Avenue tours with through Two Eyes Tours uh, by Samson Levingston. Uh, Samson has been on. We got to get Samson back on here. It's been a minute since we've had him on here. He's even he's been both a guest and a uh, a guest host. So. Um, that's always fascinating. Samson uh, knows quite well the history of that area and other areas here, especially the black history right here in Indianapolis. And uh, there's also going to be uh, an art reception featuring fine art by Kevin Nance West. So uh, this Friday, 
should be a really, uh, really good time. Right now, we are going to take a, uh, a quick break. When we get back, um, we will speak with uh, City County Council Majority Leader Maggie Lewis about last night's big night, big council meeting. We'll be right back with more Community Connection right after this. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we are back with Community Connection. Uh, back to, as, as I promised, back to last night's City County Council meeting and the passage of the biggest ever city budget for next year, 2024. We have with us City County Council Majority Leader uh, Maggie Lewis. Maggie Lewis, Councilor Lewis, Councilor uh, Majority Leader. Uh, let's see, what's the time? Anyway, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Hi, Welcome. How are back. you? Good. How are you? So last night, a uh, big night, uh, smoother than expected or as expected? Uh, as expected. We, we did a lot of work to get everyone ready for the vote last night. And so not surprised. But again, it took us two and a half months, almost three months to get to, to that point. So, yeah, yeah no surprise. Well, I, I'm mildly, I, not surpri- I guess maybe not surprised, but, you know, the, the thought did cross my mind that, hmm, uh, that it would not be unanimous. I, I, I had no doubt right. that it would pass. The thought crossed my mind that it would not be unanimous, especially given the fact that the uh, mayoral elect, the municipal elections, of course, are, are next, uh, next month and just a, a few weeks away. And so I didn't know if that would play into it, but it seemed as if yeah. the Republican delegation... Uh, went along and and did the mm-hmm. did the thing the responsible thing I guess you would call fiscally responsible thing but not without comment. Yeah. So yeah, they they explained their votes again. The last two and a half three months, we all have been working closely with the administration to talk about our concerns of the budget to ensure that we got in the things that were important to us in our district in that in that budget. So they explained their their vote their concerns. But at the end of the day, it, it is a balanced budget, and we all had the opportunity to come along so, alongside Mayor Joe to ensure that it was a sound budget. Yeah. So, so what's next now? What now? <laughs> Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. So what's next? We, uh, you know, uh, we we have another big event that's coming in 21 days. But in the meantime, government mm-hmm. still needs to operate and still need to work. And so we'll continue business as before. We let out a little bit of sigh of relief last night, but now the work really does begin. Yeah. yeah, you know, here the, I was just talking about this a few moments ago, and and, and clearly uh, the the lion's share of, of the money went to um, the police and public safety, uh, which you know I, I don't think you're going to get a lot of you know pushback from uh, from residents regarding that. But the other area, uh, streets, uh, the infrastructure, mm-hmm. things of that nature, our favorite topic, potholes. How how will we know that? I mean, when. I, I I don't know. Maybe I guess my question is that the budget can't be touched until 2024, correct? Right? Yes, but I mean, there's so the money, yeah, allocate until 2024. Yeah, we, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we have an additional 25 million that is 
and the 2024 budget for residential streets. And so mm-hmm. we'll continue to deal with potholes. We'll continue to do repavement. But again, there's money in the budget currently. And moving forward, there's an additional $25 million in the budget specifically for those residential streets. And so that'll bring our total for the last three years of $100 million into uh, residential streets over the last, like I said, past three years. Yeah. So there's been this investment. Again, we know that that formula that we are working with isn't sufficient, but we haven't had an investment like this in our residential roads before. Mm-hmm. 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. Our guest, City County Council Majority Leader uh, Maggie Lewis, talking about last night's uh, council passage of the mayor's um, huge. Uh, you know, I, I guess it gets bigger every year, so every year um, uh, the, you know, you could say that it's a record, but the, the passage of the, the budget for 2024. And, and just a couple more questions about uh, when, is is there any preemptive with the money that's left now? Anything going on preemptively um, to kind of soften the blow, I guess, if you will, of of the streets and the roads and the potholes that we know are sure to uh, to occur again for 2023 and into 2024 as we head into colder weather. Yeah. So so again, we we already budget for 2024. Budget, okay. We know that that we've already budgeted for 2023. And so uh, DPW is ready for the weather to shift. Again, we know that during this time with the rain and the, the snow mix, like the, we're going to see more potholes, but the DPW crew is ready to rock and roll. There's funding to support their efforts. Um, I, I know it gets challenging for the community overall, but you know, we do count on them to call in and tell us where those potholes are actually at so that we can get out there and get them repaired as quickly as we can. Uh, is there any, and, and you maybe you can explain it to me, the, there seems to be an absolute logjam of of uh, ability for citizens whose cars or vehicles are harmed by uh, the potholes to get through uh, as far as compensation or what have you, even though compensation is is offered. Is, has there been any consideration to changing that process or easing that? Or is that a function of the council as well? Or is that a function of some, some other age? I'm, I'm not really sure. But that's another area where I think uh, people would feel a little bit better is if they, you know, as they're undergoing all of this damage as a result of the potholes that um, they could not only get reimbursed, but more more quickly uh, and more, I won't say universally, but a, a little broader than what they are being reimbursed. Yeah, so they, every constituent, everyone in our community, if their car is damaged by a pothole, they have an opportunity mm-hmm. to submit a claim with the, the amount that needs to, they, they need to fix the right. issue on their car. They need to have a picture and mm-hmm. go through that process. But what happens, Tina, honestly, it ends up being first come, first serve. And so by the time uh, Maggie Lewis decided, and I don't submit claims, but the time I, let's say I did submit mm-hmm. a claim, the funds are already pretty much gone. Um, and so that's what happens. And so I really think it comes down to us figuring out, uh, revisiting that, that, that system overall. But again, you have the opportunity to, to submit a claim. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, yeah, people know they we have go the through, opportunity. We go through the money pretty quickly, though, is what happens. Mm-hmm. Like, we, that line item, and I don't have that number in front of me, I apologize. Right. We go through that. We go through that fairly quickly. Yeah, uh, I understand. But in, in terms of going through it, 
um, there was a, uh, a report, I think, an investigative report that less than 2% of these claims are actually paid. You see what I'm saying? So the, the process, the claims process, re revisiting that, is there any, is that on the table at all or? Um, but I will, yeah. I will take that back. Uh, again, I, I always encourage people to put the claims in if they hit a pothole and yeah. a flat tire. I always encourage uh, folks to do that. But I will, actually, I will take that back to uh, the council and to yeah. uh, Director I, Herbert to have that conversation. Yeah, and and again, what what I, I maybe I'm not explaining it as, and I I, I can look up that report from uh, from RTV, but it was just it was very very discouraging because yes, the process does exist. Uh, there is a remedy uh, that the city offers. The problem is. Uh, as the process, when it, when it plays out, and the mm -hmm. process itself is very frustrating uh, to even get, to get an answer, and it's even more frustrating uh, to get the process from start to finish in terms of, of payment, even if you've done everything mm -hmm. uh, correctly. Mm -hmm. And um, the fact that the uh, the city uh, has paid on less, I will, I can honestly say, I don't remember the exact amount, but I can honestly say that has paid on less than, uh, probably less than 5% of these claims every year or less than, I, I don't know, I don't know. Okay, but, so, it's on the, so it's on the back end. I go and I do all the, yeah. follow all the steps. However, I'm still not actually receiving that payment. Yeah, that, or, my, or because of whatever the threshold is within the process, uh -huh. uh, it, it's just that it's, it's just not going to, I can't get paid for it. So it's either the process is, is too long or the threshold is mm -hmm. too high, mm -hmm. uh, which adds, adds to even more frustration about driving Absolutely. into potholes. And, and you know, you and I have both said we both hit them <laughs> and, and had to go. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is yeah. it is no fun yeah, whatsoever, definitely. especially driving at night, which gets back to another issue. What do you know or what have you heard about um, increased lighting uh, for the city? Is that something that is, is part of the, uh, the infrastructure uh, streets and, and highways budget? that uh, that's coming up for 2024, better lighting? Yep. Yep. So there was an investment made this past year to get additional street lights um, out into the community. And it is, and I, I want to see if I can find that number before I get off air with you, mm -hmm. but there's still that the mayor's commitment to ensure that we have additional lighting in our neighborhood as part of his overall public safety plan. So, again, I know that it's funded in this budget as well. What I'm going to try to do is find mm -hmm. that exact number. Mm -hmm. But, yes. Yeah. And, I, and, again, I recall us having this conversation. I want to say the last time I was on air with you. and um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, one sure, of the yeah, I wanted to make sure that it was funded. And it is funded. I just got to find that exact number. Okay, okay. It is funded for, yeah, because, mm -hmm. um, and I, I can honestly say that the, the time I hit and, and, and did the damage was the reason. I, I didn't see it, and I was driving it, and I, you couldn't have seen it. Um, mm -hmm. And it, it wasn't That's a necessary. <laughs> huh? I said, that's the worst, honestly. Oh, it is. It happens it is. at night, right? Happens at night, and you can't see it, and boom, there you go. So luckily, I thankfully, I was able to, to, to get home. So um, so the... Uh, so now on to uh, I guess the what wrapping up the the end of the year. Uh, what what more does the council have on its plate right now? Yep, in, end of the year. Um, you know, this is also the time when departments will come back with their existing budgets and may have overspent or underspent in certain categories, and we'll do a lot of shifting of dollars at the end of the end of the year. 
Um, and then also, <laughs> as the development happens, I will still entertain development projects throughout the end of the year. Like I said, once we, we get past the budget, we'll do a, a sigh of relief. However, we'll continue mm-hmm. to, to move the city forward, like operations still continues mm. there there are seriously departments that don't spend all their underspent <laughs> I, I chuckled at that you see uh, and only underspent yeah, and uh, only <laughs> yeah and, and certain line items just like certain areas oh i areas. see i see i but see no not yeah no it's not a, a major understand. They, they spend their budget, trust me. <laughs> I, I was going to say, you don't spend it, you don't get it back for the next time. So people, right. people, you, typically they're they're more willing to go over than they are to go under. So, right. um, yeah, and, and that's how. So short of, uh, I, I guess, potholes and crime, what, what more has been coming to your desk and to your attention in terms of what um, the community has been wanting uh, the council to, uh, to tend to? Yeah, so, the, the, I mean, the, the residential streets is always a priority. Addressing crime, crime prevention continues to be an issue. There has been a major outcry for um, support of, of law enforcement and the ability to uh, attract more officers, but also to retain officers and not lose them to our Donut County. So a lot of time have been uh, put into having those conversations, again, that investment um, of uh, three three hundred and twenty three dollars uh, three hundred and twenty three million um, into the yeah. INC budget mm-hmm. speaks to speaks to that again and, and paying those veteran officers uh, uh, that raise that they they most definitely deserve so we will we'll continue to to tackle that um, issue most definitely and again continue to address uh, the infrastructure our, our city streets mm-hmm. and. And crimes, and then also, I want to say, as we continue to talk about law enforcement, making sure that we are really offering those crime prevention programs, supporting those crime prevention programs with grants to other not-for-profits, mm-hmm. working along um, the, the mayor and law enforcement to do the clinician-led uh, response team, making sure that they're available in our neighborhood 24/7 to assist. Um, um, our neighbors mm-hmm. um, that continues to be a, a hot topic and a concern of people in our in our community well as you sit there on the front row with uh, city government um, is there anything that you can point to or anything that you would say that makes the city of Indianapolis uh, unique or different from other cities going through identical uh, issues, i.e., you know, police recruitment, police retention, um, uh, crime, uh, police community. Is there anything that makes uh, Indianapolis unique or different, uh, or is uh, maybe there isn't an or is? Would is there anything that makes Indianapolis different than the other cities that are similar to us going through the same thing? What that makes us different is our ability to work with all stakeholders. When you look to D.C. and other major metros, the council and the mayor and law enforcement are often at odds with one another. That's not happening here in our in our city. We may disagree, but at the end of the day, like we really do want, want what's best for our community. And so we are able to put our egos to the side a little bit and come together and and, and think about the budget and think about those raises for law enforcement. Think about supporting our our not for profits, those community based organizations mm-hmm. that are doing 
crime prevention. There really is a willingness in our community to bring everybody together and figure out what's the best solution um, for our community. So I think that's what makes us unique. If there's one program that somebody had that um, would reduce crime in our community, trust me, the city of Indianapolis, the members of the city county council would get on it so quick yeah. with that program here. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's not just one program that's really going to turn things around. I think it's going to, again, take all of us working together, but then a variety of other issues being addressed to really reduce mm -hmm. crime in our city. Yeah. Uh, the same with police recruitment? Because I, I mean, I hear other cities um, spending, you know, doing I just basically launching campaigns, much like the city of Indianapolis, uh, to mm -hmm. to recruit uh, more officers that they are losing uh, to their police force. So the same goes there. The same goes there with with recruitment, and then there was many of us that was encouraging IMPD to do a bigger spin in minority community minority communities going to the HBCUs uh, just thinking outside the box when it's time to attract officers going to the schools mm -hmm. um, but really focusing on where we are trying to uh, attract officers as well so again we wanted to make sure that that line item was available in IMPD's budget and that they know that it is specifically to like there's recruiting, but then also there's minority recruitment as well. Has IMPD given the council um, a realistic timeline of when they can start moving the needle in that area? On minority recruitment or just recruitment? Cause they, they provide updates, and I, both, I'm more both. happy to share those. Yeah, I can share those. The next time I'm here, I can just mm -hmm. make that part of my regular uh, update. The IMPD does a really great job of keeping us informed on the, the makeup of the re recruitment class, whether it's X amount of women, X number mm -hmm. of minorities. They keep us informed on how many officers are retiring. So we get that information on the on the regular basis. I do think that with this uh, increase of the uh, starting salaries, of the officers to 72,000, mm -hmm. that that's really going to make it more attractive for uh, new officers to come to, to Indianapolis. Um, and again, that's the that's a pretty big increase, and it makes us it makes Indianapolis one of the highest starting salaries for law enforcement in the Midwest. Uh, the bonus still being offered. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, mm -hmm. IMPD comes on once a month, uh, and I, I don't think there's ever a time when they come on when they say that you know they when they don't say that they are um, they are actively recruiting. Um, but it, it's, it sounds like it's going to take several years uh, to get up to speed. Oh yeah, I think I, I think I think it is. And again, everyone in the Midwest is trying to get the, the best and the brightest, right? And they want their law enforcement officers to look like the community that they live in. So we're all mm -hmm. going after these same individuals, right? And so we just have to stay 10 steps ahead of our surrounding communities and again and watch those salaries and make sure that they not only have great starting salaries, mm -hmm. but also they have the equipment to do the job, the training facilities. Mm -hmm. Like we know now that our training facility needs a lot of love. And so we're going to have to start making some investment into that training facility as well.
Yeah, the training facility um, and just the, the 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 police cruisers, because my understanding mm -hmm. is uh, from uh, IMPD that they are going to um, install dash cams, which is another video source. Um, not the only, uh, be, you know, sometimes there, there are situations where even a dash cam and a body worn camera on the officers don't show all of what uh, what we would like for it to show. But it is certainly another option and another uh, another eyeball, if you will, on situations right, right. that can be shown. Shared. Most definitely. Most definitely. So we, we always have to stay in front of the, the fleet and then also technology. Like we really think it's important that we continue to invest in technology and that we're uh, 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 bringing other partners along that are expert in that, experts in that space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, well, um, it's, uh, you know, it, that, that's easy. You know, you, you pass the, <laughs> that's the easy part, right? You got the money. Everybody's got the money. So. Uh, <laughs> it's never enough. That's, it, that's but it's never. About, yeah. It's never enough, right? No. And, it's, and the only way that in the city of Indianapolis, the only way that we'll have more money is that we either reduce the services or increase taxes, right? And nobody wants to, <sighs> for the most part, talk about increasing taxes. So it's either reduce the services or increase your taxes. There's no happy medium. There's no happy medium, no medium. If, and if there is, like somebody, let me know. But I, I shouldn't say there's not a happy medium. There's, I think, there's a willingness to pay for what you get. And there was a time when we did increase the taxes to get more dollars for IMPD um, and and the community. We had it as a referendum. The community came alongside us and said, yes, we need to do this. And so I, I think there's a willingness to, to, to pay for what you get. But again, for the most part, when you talk about increases, increase in people's taxes, that's a sure way to get voted out of office and in conversations. So yeah, ask uh, ask a lot of those that, that it's happened to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can ask a lot of those right? that, that it's happened yep. to. Um, anything we forgot or anything you want to you wanna share before we have to let you go? No, again, I, I, the, the budget is balanced. It's one point five six billion dollars with the b um mm -hmm. and two and a half to three months of everyone really rolling up their sleeves and working together i was again not surprised that the budget passed 25 to zero but i was excited that we were able to really put our politics aside to really mm -hmm. do what's best for the city and i think this budget really does hit on the important uh pieces of the of the puzzle the mm -hmm. important issues that the community honestly said that's important to them as well. So um, proud of the team, proud of the administrations were, again, rolling up the sleeves and doing what's best for the city of Indianapolis. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's refreshing to see uh, a bipartisan um, a bipartisan Absolutely. approach to, to taking care of the city for 2024. All righty. City County Council Majority Leader Maggie Lewis, thank you once again, as always, for joining us, and we'll talk with you again next time. My pleasure. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Indeed. Bye bye. Take, bye bye. And uh, the, oh my goodness, this is uh, this situation in the Middle East is getting um, getting pretty ugly. Uh, I don't know if you heard as I was talking to uh, Councillor Lewis, uh, but uh, my uh, alarm usually I, I have my phone on silent, uh, but when an important uh, uh, announcement comes uh, comes across, especially with AP, it 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 transcends the silence, what have you. So um, there is uh, there has been uh, a report 
Uh, let's see. Let me get this here. I want to get the right one. Um, here we go. That um, uh, two to three hundred uh, Palestinians have been killed in a hospital uh, due to an Israeli uh, airstrike. And uh, that's, um, oh boy, it's getting ugly. It's getting ugly. Um, let me go here. Uh, the AP is just reporting it. CNN is reporting it. Um, we knew um, that this was uh, this was going to happen. This was a hospital apparently uh, in Gaza where um, a lot of people were being treated uh, for injuries, um, where a lot of people were uh, seeking shelter, and it looks like uh, wow, this is the health uh, ministry. Uh, let me see where we go. Um, the health ministry from um, hmm. so uh, the the long and the short of it is um, that uh, Israel apparently has hit a hospital and a school in Gaza as the blockade puts healthcare system in the state of uh, collapse, according to CNN. Um, yeah, oh, a hospital and a school. Okay, we got it. The, I, I'm just giving it to you piecemeal as I'm getting it. I apologize. But um, these areas typically are off limits, are they not? I, I don't know. I, you know, those of you who know war uh, and know the military and think, you know, would know better than I. Uh, but CNN is reporting that a school and a hospital in Gaza were among the places lethally blasted uh, by Israeli airstrikes uh, today as humanitarian concerns mount over ongoing deprivation of food, fuel, and electricity to the isolated population. As you know, Israel is withholding food and controlling the food, fuel, and electricity to um, uh, Palestinians in Gaza. Uh, it says the strike on Al-Ahli Baptist Hospital in Gaza is likely to have killed hundreds, the Palestinian Health Ministry said in a statement, adding that there's still many people under the hospital rubble. CNN has asked the idea for comment on the hospital strike, um, Israeli defense. Uh, uh, so anyway, uh, Gaza has been under siege by more than a week, uh, deadly incursion by Hamas, the Islamist militant group that controls the coastal enclave, and so on and so on and so on. So um, uh, get ready and get prepared for uh, even more ugliness because uh, it looks like it's only, um, only just begun. Uh, Jeff, I see you, uh, but I got to take a quick break. Stay right there, and I'll get right back to you. We'll be right back. WTOC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And we're back with Community Connection, heading into our second hour, second hour of the show. Uh, we're going to do open lines the rest of the way out because uh, I have a question for you um, as well. Just uh, just had a very good conversation with City County Councilor uh, Maggie Lewis. Uh, last night, the City County Council uh, did its job, approved the mayor's budget unanimously, Republicans and Democrats. Uh, but there was a little bit of politics afterwards because, you know, the mayor's race, you know, the mayor's race is coming up. And 
And uh, Jefferson Shreve had some comments to make about uh, about the budget. You know, kind of a backhanded uh, backhanded compliment to the. Uh, to the mayor while still playing politics. Going to open the lines about that one as well. Uh, but right now, Jeff, you wanted to talk about Israel. I, I, I don't know why. Here's the thing. I don't know why I'm surprised because that is one of the uh, the ugliest areas, most painful areas you could possibly think of uh, on, on the planet, as I've said so many times. And um, the fact that this is all out, all out, all out, everything, um, a school and a hospital, just bomb. So... Well, well, you know, Tina, you know, uh, we know when Israel said they were going to go into Gaza, we knew there were going to be some collateral. Oh, yeah. 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 We knew that that, 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 was, that was automatic. Yeah. And that was just going to just throw more fuel into the. F- Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Fire. Yes. And, you know, I um, I feel, first of all, let me say this. Your idea about a pothole czar is a great idea. I think it's something that should be looked into. But mm-hmm. this comes on the 23rd of this month, 40 years ago, Hezbollah killed a bunch of Marines and sailors in a barracks in Beirut, Lebanon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was there. I was there. Oh my! No, was I in the bombing? No, I was after. I was part of the cleanup. Mm. So, uh, thank you, Hezbollah, for giving me post-traumatic stress disorder. But hey, I signed up well, for it. So I, ain't, but I, I understand Hezbollah's just about in it now, right? Oh, here it is. And uh, yeah, oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a mess. But like I said, you know, we got to. So you know, thank you for your service. So thank you for being there for us, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you know, and I say this, and, and, and no, I'm not an anti-Semite, but Israel needs to take a look at their part. You can question some of Israel's policies without being anti-Jewish, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, and what they had treated the Palestinians is wrong. And I, th- I think now, that that's, I, I think that that's fair because there yeah, it is, is fair. The, I think that that's fair uh, because yeah, I mean, you know, just, brutality on either side, neither side is is acceptable because it's no, inhumane. No, it's inhumane. Clean hands. Nobody's and, got clean hands, yes. And, you know, Israel kind of created this Frankenstein monster, you know, in Hamas. And, you know, they're no angels either, but... But, the, gotta this, yeah, they got it. They got it. I mean, they do have to... This particular attack, though, especially heinous. I mean, come on. Just, it, was, it was heinous. It was, it was heinous. heinous. And it, they, they do have to, to strike back. But once the... You know, once everything... There, there still has to be... Um, on the other end of whatever, if there is another end to it, there there still has to. You know, the, anyway, go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead. But you know, and the fact that President Biden is going, on, I think it's a great thing. He's more popular now than Netanyahu. Well, Netanyahu's buddy threw him under the bus. That's right. The orange Jesus threw him under the bus. Of course he did. As well as Israel, saying that Hamas and Hezbollah were geniuses. That's right, and I'm and I got I still believe that those stolen those 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 stolen documents might have played a role in this, but I'm just you know, you know. Jeff. Uh, I've been mulling that around, and my goodness, that's that's deep. But boy, would that ever make if that sense? ever came out? Yeah, if that ever if that ever comes to fruition, my goodness. 
Yeah, he's done. And hey, well, he's done already. Mm-hmm. And now, I, right now, I got a bunch of Baptists and Methodists and Catholics probably mad at me because I said that Israel was wrong. Well, I got news for you. Well, Netanyahu in this case, was gonna, they weren't. In he this was going to outlaw Christianity. Yeah, That's it, right. Mr. Netanyahu mm-hmm. was going to, if you mention the name Jesus in Israel, you're going to go to jail. Yeah. Or if you even try to start a church in Israel, you're going to go to jail or a mosque. Yeah, that's, so, that was him. But in, so, in, this, in this particular attack, they, they, they did, no one deserved what Hamas uh, put on. No one deserved All that. Palestinians are not Muslims. you got a lot of Christian Palestinians over there. Mm-hmm. All right? So, yes, Israel, and this is a little bit of history, Tina. You probably already know it. Israel supported the apartheid regime of South Africa. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. And Israel was very instrumental in getting Nelson Mandela incarcerated for so many years. So right now, a bunch of black Baptist preachers will be running to their cars right now looking for me because I, you know, I said something terrible about Israel, you know, and, I, and, and I'm no fan of Hamas or Hezbollah. Okay. But sometimes wrong, I'm not anti-Semitic. I'm just anti-wrong. And wrong is wrong. I don't care who you are. You know, black, I thought, you know, if black folks done something wrong, then I'm going to call them out. You know I have in the past, Tina. You know, hey, I don't even there, You know what? I, I don't think there's any denying that there's been wrong done on both sides. But again, this particular time, it defies humanity. And there, oh, sure. it, it cannot be it cannot be tolerated. It's going to get worse. So, yeah, it cannot be tolerated. It cannot. No, and it's going to get worse because Iran is going to, you know, it's going to step in. Mm-hmm. But they're already in it. Russia's already in it. You know, they, you know they're using proxies to do their fight for it. They're not going to, you know, have boots on the ground. But now we got two aircraft carriers over there, and Biden's going over there. So, you know, it's going to be mm-hmm. – security is going to be tight. So uh, I just say, you know, because, you know, especially in our community, I, 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 and I, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. I will. You know, black folks, you know, we, we don't read the newspaper. We're too busy watching Tyler Perry and – Real Housewives of Atlanta. We don't do no research. You know, we let guys in the pulpit do our thinking for you. And, you know, um, you say, well, you know, we got we to gotta support Israel. That's where Jesus come from. Yeah, that's where Jesus come from. Yeah, so did Moses and Abraham and all. They all came mm-hmm. from there. But this current govern- government, who is in there right now, are very hostile. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest about it. It's people of color. It is an apartheid regime, Israel. And Gaza is nothing but a big refugee camp. Mm. And they've been, those two have been segregated into that one little area. Mm. And so, you know, it doesn't matter. When a person will only let you kick them around for so long. They'll, they'll turn to the devil to get some weapons, you know, if you, just to get somebody off their back. Mm. So, uh, no, uh, yeah. there's a lot of wrong on both sides. There's no, and, and there's, there's nobody's clean. This ain't like Charlottesville. Mm. You know, Klansmen ain't good. This type of brutality, this type of inhumanity and brutality, has to, it, it has to be stopped. But uh, but and now we know, uh, you know, we now we know how how some of that's going to go. And it's just uh, it, it's, it's just well, sad. And, and Biden right going now, over there right in the middle of all of it. So, you know. and you know, right now, Hamas and Hezbollah, their they're top leaders are in luxury hotels in Saudi well, Arabia. Some of them, wasn't one of their, wasn't the, when, somebody's leader was killed. Let me see. I want to Yeah, yeah, right. Hamas leader was taken out. He was yeah. in a 
nice. I think one of their nice high-ranking high officials was taken yeah, out. They, they, yeah, they took him out. So, you know, you know, you need to get off out of your luxury hotel mm. and get with your people. If you, you know, you know, you, you, I hear you talking to talk, but can you walk the walk? Yeah. You know? uh, not mean to change and, the subject, Jeff, but it looks like, uh, and I know you watch this, Jim Jordan didn't get the speaker's gavel on the first ballot, but it wasn't by five or six votes. It was by 20 which uh, everybody was anticipating that it was going to be like maybe five or six vote difference and that he could navigate that. Nobody anticipated 20 votes. I don't know that he can overcome that. So, uh, Well, you know what? He's a creep. Yeah. He's trying to cover up a sex scandal at Ohio yeah. State University. Yeah. He, uh, then you got Steve Scalise who said he's David Duke without the baggage. Oh, yeah. wow, you could say Adolf Hitler without the baggage, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay, whatever that means, you yeah. know. But anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open the line. I'll, I'll let you have sure. if you want. The, I'm going to open the lines here. Um, the uh, the mayor, you know, we talked about the mayor, and again, 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. I'm just curious to find out what people's thoughts are because um, – Jefferson Shreve, after, you know, we, we just talked with uh, Councillor Lewis, and they and again, Council did a great job. They all came together, unanimous, which means it was bipartisan, uh, which is especially, I, I guess, encouraging, especially going into an election next month. But the mayor's primary challenger, Jefferson Shreve, uh, came out with a statement that basically said... Um, it's a good thing that uh, the the mayor is is going to be spending more money um, on public safety, but in essence, what the city is suffering from uh, is a lack of leadership, and no amount of money is is going to compensate for a lack of leadership. Now that's paraphrasing. I'm going to find the exact quote uh, for you shortly, but um, and and I'm curious is is that. I I don't know. Can it be? Obviously, is Shreve playing politics because he wants to become the mayor? But to say that uh, no amount of money is going to replace a lack of leadership. Well, what is he right? Is or is the mayor right? Or or neither of them right? I I don't know. I'm just kind of curious as to because the mayor in in response to the budget being passed, he touted uh, all of the successes leading up to right now and and uh, the fact that the budget is going to address uh, public safety the bu budget is going to address infrastructure it's going to address uh, 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 community uh, and neighborhoods and things of that nature um, and uh, and so forth and Shreve is like fine more money on public safety but we don't have leadership and Joe Hoxett uh, has had um, a lot of budgets passed but he has the same results so I don't I don't know if that's a um, obviously it's politics, but is there? I mean, is there more to just? Is there more to to establishing programs and putting money into areas? Is leadership a a, a, a consideration, or is Shreve just playing politics? I don't know. Uh, it just made me stop and think, though. Um, maybe leadership is putting money into areas that are problematic. Maybe that's what leadership. I don't know. It depends on your. Uh, 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 definition of leadership. But anyway, I put that out there for folks to, to call in on because Shreve is going to turn it around and try to make it sound like, you know, yeah, money, but he's not doing it right or he's not handling it right. So uh, there is uh, there's that. Oh, 
Okay, Jeff hung up. Okay. Uh, let's go. Uh, we're, oh, a couple of callers wanted to stay on the Middle East, so we'll go back to the Middle East. Um, and the, the question regarding uh, the mayor, is it leadership money, both, neither one? Uh, Shreve just playing politics, or is Shreve, uh, you know, trying to get his last digs in before, um, you know, the election? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Has the mayor been, uh, certainly he's had a balanced budget, uh, since he took over with a budget deficit when he first went into office, and he's had a balanced budget every year since. So there's there's sef- definitely fiscal leadership. So maybe Shreve is playing politics. I don't know. Uh, brother man, go ahead, Middle East. Hi, Tina. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you today, sir? Okay. Uh, I, I can't get over these fast-talking people. They want to get on. Uh, they want to be mayor again. Uh-huh. The last mayor we had left us with uh, lines in the street for bicycles and about seven or eight <laughs> uh, charging stations for electric cars. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he didn't do much. But mm-hmm. uh, if y'all want to believe in him, that's y'all. But I've been voting Democrats since 1960. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not going to change. Okay. okay. And these people... Uh, you can see he's right in with Trump. He got 90-some charges against him. And those preachers that are in with Trump, they're just the same as he is. They ought to put them in jail, mm. uh, charge them with something. Mm. That's a shame that you come to your own people and try to flim-flam them with a uh, no-good president that never tried to help nobody but himself and the rich people. Yeah. And there had never been a man to try to get this country out of debt since Bill Clinton. Now, that's been a while back. Mm-hmm. The rest of these guys, all they're doing is stuffing their pockets and their buddies' pockets. Mm-hmm. And I'm praying every day that they do something about that ex-president, uh, 54, whatever number he is, 45. Yeah, something needs to be done with that. I mean, it's it's he becoming a mockery. He wants to talk yeah. about people. He's defecating all over everything that's supposed to be the criminal justice system. He's just making a mockery of it all. Yeah, and and uh, I like the way Jeff talks. That's my friend. <laughs> I love the way he talks. <laughs> yeah, Jeff's passionate. You got to get him told. Yeah. You know they lying. We ain't nobody no fool. You uh-uh. know they lying. Yeah, yeah. Jefferson That's... Street ain't nothing but a liar. That's yeah. all he is. Yeah. But he he juxtapositions uh he juxtapositions leadership against money and I don't know if that's the issue maybe it is maybe it isn't just like during our debate here he juxtapositioned a uh, uh, record with ideas you know me him being the idea man Hawksett having the record and then last night the budget yeah Hawksett having the money but him having uh, the leadership qualities necessary so um, he's he's doing a fairly decent job of juxtapositioning issues I just don't know if he has the substance with which to carry them out because he certainly doesn't have the record uh that Hawkset does so we'll yeah we'll have to see and one thing i want to pray that my brothers and sisters wake up Hawkset, three or nobody can stop all this killing mm-hmm. unless we start telling who did the killing and uh, back in the day they used to say it was snitching it ain't snitching when these people are grieving over their loved ones about them being gunned down 
and the person that gunned them down knew they wasn't right. And, and back in the day, if you didn't have a gun and you shot a guy without a gun, hey, what, what is that? That's murder. Yeah. Uh, that's what it's called. Yeah. 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 So we got to get this straight. We can't let them, them people keep running over us. No, we can't, brother man. No. Uh, but somehow we got to figure out a way to stay safe while we're telling. Because that's yeah, that's, that's the true. concern. That That's the big concern. I think more people would tell if they knew that they could be protected. Uh, and that they're, I, you know. Protection, but the thing yeah. of it is, somebody in that protection thing. Well, protection does break down. Yeah, it breaks down. Yeah. Yeah. So we gotta, we gotta make sure of that. So, but I, I, you know, James has been a big proponent of uh, increasing or improving upon um, our witness protections and protections for witnesses. And even, you know, while there's there some there, even in open court, you know, even having when you testify in open court, maybe more protections for that for. Uh, a witness to, you know, perhaps if a witness can come into court fully, uh, you know, maybe in a beekeeper's outfit or something and, you know, just where your identity is 100 percent protected, you'd get, you know, you'd get a lot more. And maybe we need to put a little bit more effort into that um, because uh, that's a really good point uh, about protecting the folks who have the knowledge. They just don't feel safe to to, to share it. Yeah, that's true. All, all those people at that block party, that's shameful. Oh, my goodness, yes. It's still no, nothing, right? I know they're your people, and you're going to go gun down your own people. Mm-hmm. They're not black. Mm-hmm. If they do that, they're not black. You ain't supposed to kill your own family. Yeah. They're... That's, that's really nasty, to yeah. kill your own family. Yeah. Oh, no. No, you're not supposed to do that. Mm-mm. No. All right, brother, man. Well, thank you. So, so what you said the Middle East. Did you, Was there something you wanted to weigh in on the Middle yeah, East? Uh, that guy over there in Israel, that leader. Uh, Netanyahu. Yeah. He's had a lot of problems himself. Yes, he has. He's, he's trying to change the court system because he got beat up by it, so he's trying to change it. Does that sound yeah. familiar? Change the rules? <laughs> Kick people he out? He did a lot so, of things he wasn't supposed to do. Exactly. Pushing up on those people's land. That's right. Exactly. It's in the Bible where the land belongs. Yeah. He, he certainly did not help. Uh, during his reign, he has not helped. Uh, less intentions there. That's that's a, that's a given. And now that he's trying to pivot and and gain support and be you know the the, the man, he's he's having a difficult time uh, with that as well. So hopefully we can get uh, you know we can get. I I just like to see peace in the Middle East. I really would. I would love to see peace. Bombing hospitals. That's really not good. I I know, I know. And see, that's the concern of uh, a lot of the Biden administration and other countries that are offering aid is the humanitarian aspect of it. Uh, and what are you going to do? I mean, it, that's that's a problem. Schools and hospitals. You're supposed to be off limits. Uh, that is not good at all. No, it's not. Not at all. All right, brother man. Thank you for your call. Appreciate all right, it. Have a good one. All right. You too. Uh, Dave, you wanted to weigh in on the Middle East? Oh, yes. Hi, Tina. I, I wish I did have to follow Brother Bad in jail. <laughs> it looks so simple right now, but those yeah. are two fantastic callers. Um, I want to say uh, that the land uh, in that area uh-huh. does not belong to either one of those factions. Uh, that belongs to us, according to the, the ancient records. 
Okay. And um, also, I have, to, I have to have to consult uh, Pastor Dr. Williams, Dr. Theron Williams. Uh, oh, yeah, I'd have to consult with him on that one. Yeah, he and, uh, he would know. I mean, he obviously intelligent brother also. Oh my goodness, he's such a really simple today. Yeah, such a scholar also, in that area. Yeah, right. And and Tina, has anyone mentioned like I know a few people have mentioned like last week in some 1948, mm. but there was a, a Egyptian ambassador. Mm. Uh, oh, I forgot what they were called. Prime Minister, or something by the name of Gabal Nasser. Oh, yes, Nasser, yes. Did somebody bring him up, Gabal Nasser? Not that I know of. Okay, he was like an Egyptian prime minister back in the 1940s and 50s. Okay, I've heard the name. I've heard the name. Okay, forgive me if I have the dates wrong. Well, that's... And when they filed that uh, British mandate to put those so-called Jews, Israelis, in that area... He said they will, on Egyptian state TV, he said we will never stop fighting those infidels. And he said on state TV, he said, how can the children of Israel leave black and come back white? So we will never stop fighting those infidels. And that's all I wanted to say for today, Tina. I've just said that I had wow. to follow Jeff and, uh Well, no, no, I had you to follow Jeff and bro, man, because I'm looking. You shared, you shared some really knowledge. Good. You shared some stuff there too. So hey, and thank, and thanks for sharing my call to the annual, bro, man. Said we must stop hurting each other. Yeah, that's that's have, that's what I want to see. We got, we got to get in them. That Bible says we must love our neighbor. Yeah, our neighbors, our brothers, and our sisters, and love has to start at home first, and then when it starts at home first. Other nations will see, man. Does it ever make you right. wonder why there's so much people? Does it ever and make you? They, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I just, I just don't understand why there's so much strife in such a historically rich, biblically rich area. There's so much strife there. But anyway, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Um, I just want to say that we, the so-called black people, so-called Hispanics who mm-hmm. descend from slavery, mm-hmm. we must have a love and a respect for each other. And I know this may sound silly, but, you know, uh, my father is 90 years young. Aww. If I wanted to put him in a wheelchair and walk around the roughest neighborhood in South Central Los Angeles, if I got lost, and I said, and I'm a visually impaired person, and I was like, man, I don't know where we're going. There should be brothers and sisters that should look out for us and say, hey, man, I just saw such and such. Mm-hmm. These people look like they're lost. We should be comfortable all over. We should be comfortable with each other to the point where we, if we don't n- never met each other, we should look and say, hey, that is my boy, right? That is mm-hmm. my brother right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to love and That's my sister. I'm going to love and respect them. Let me see if they're okay. Mm. Good point. And, that, and, and when we and we come into our, our true rulership under Christ, uh-huh. That's how it will be. There will be no more oh, this insanity that's going on mm, in our mm. communities and hurting each other also. And, Tina, I just want to say this is a wonderful show, and thank you for taking my call. Well, thank you, Dave. I and appreciate God, it. God bless you, Tina. Thank and God bless you. And I tell you what, insanity is, is a good word, insanity, because I just, it's just too too hard to get your head around. Josephine, go ahead. How are you? Hi, Tina. How are you? I am well. How are you today? I'm fine. Thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as Israel and Hamas and Palestinians, mm-hmm. that's biblical. That they will never ever 
agree uh, together with anything mm-hmm. uh, until uh, Jesus Christ comes and changes everything and the Antichrist is eliminated mm-hmm. and Armageddon and all that. And when Jesus comes back and the, uh, the Israelites repent and realize that Jesus was the Christ and the Messiah, that's going to continue forever until Jesus uh, gets that's, uh, I've been listening, I'm 64, I've been listening to that since I was a kid, something going on in the Middle East, and it's not going to change. As far as Hamas and Israel, I can see why Israel retaliated. I can understand, I can side with them, uh, with what's going on. Uh, we all can. I mean, we all, there, how can you not? How can you not? That's why I'm saying there has to be. Israel has to retaliate for that because the the atrocities they are just... They have to retaliate. And I'm sorry what's going on with the Palestinians and who's getting killed and all that. Innocent people on but, both sides. Uh, Hamas started it. I'll just put it like that. Hamas started it. Well... Israel was not... Mm-hmm. Israel uh, was not... Uh, shooting or gunning them down at that point, and Hamas came over there and, and just started killing. So they have to retaliate, and I understand that. Uh, I don't agree with killing a lot of people, the bombing of the hospital and all that. That's horrible and terrible, mm-hmm. and it should never happen. And again, it's... But a, as, it's a, a, as a child of God and someone believes in Jesus Christ, and I don't agree with the man who was on earlier, who said Palestinians do not support Christians, and if I was to go into Palestinian, Muslims do not support Christians, if I was to go into a Muslim territory or Palestinian territory, uh, the chances of me uh, being killed are great, because I cannot go into Muslim and Palestinian areas, and so I'm a child of God, I believe in Jesus Christ, they would not accept that. And many people are being persecuted in those areas because they do stand for Jesus Christ. And that's a fact. That That's factual. Uh, I don't agree with him saying, well, we, we love Christians. That's not true. That's totally untrue. Yeah. Now, as far as the—this uh, is my opinion, of course. Yeah, of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as— <laughs> I already voted. <laughs> I well, already good voted. for you, Josephine. I'm glad you I already voted. voted. I already voted for Mayor Hogsett. Well, uh, I didn't ask um, you who you voted for, but if you wanted to share that, yeah, that's, okay. that's well, up to I, you. I'm not ashamed of it. I well, good. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing. But um, So I you've already voted. Hogsett, but um, I just... I can't support somebody who supports Trump. I am so, so sorry. I cannot do that. Yeah. Uh, there's too much going on there. I feel like he's going to be a puppet. So even though, he has, party. even though he has yeah. articulated and has stated that he would not support Donald Trump if he becomes, because he oh, said so on this true. show. I don't believe I don't oh, you don't you that. don't believe that? Okay, okay. Oh no, absolutely not. Okay, I got. I that. just feel like uh, they want this uh, county, they want Marion County, and they want to control mm. uh, Indiana even more. Marion Co- County has been a Democratic area for a, a really long time, mm-hmm. and they want that. And he's, I think he's just like I said, a puppet. In the Republican Party, I don't see uh, how he can change anything. And as far I agree with uh, the two gentlemen that came before, we have got to. We only we can stop killing each other. The mayor can only do so much. Mm-hmm. 
he can go in, he can have all the police officers, but if I choose to go out and kill another one of my brothers and sisters because I didn't get a, a stimulus check from him and kill him, what can he do? He can't do anything about that. Or killed, yeah, that, that one guy that killed the... Yeah, the, killed the, somebody uh, over a stimulus check. Over a I mean, stimulus what, check, what, a mail carrier, a letter yeah, carrier. Now, what can, what can you do about that? Nothing. Yeah. Well, there there are things that 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 people can do. There there's there uh there are things that can be put into place that are supposed to help with folks making those ultimate decisions and things of that nature. But you're right. Ultimately, it, it comes down to the person, and nothing, no one can stop uh, a person's decision when they want to when they want to act a certain way. Absolutely. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. And I, I agree with Mayor Hawksett trying to do what he can. He has initiatives mm -hmm. uh, to help young people become productive citizens and get them on the right track, which is what he's doing. Mm -hmm. And I just don't see how Shreve can help anybody do anything. He can do no more than Hawksett is doing. Mm -hmm. And that's my personal opinion. I have a right to it, and I already Absolutely. voted. Absolutely. You already voted. My absentee ballot. Oh, you uh, voted absentee. Okay. Yeah, I voted absentee because I don't have access to transportation to get to a polling place. Yeah, yeah. Well, so good for I've you. already voted and mailed it back. So all right, okay. it's already it's probably in the bank. <laughs> Your vote is it's probably mine's in the bank. I already voted. Bank. All right, thank I, you. I'm not going to tell people who to vote for, but please get out and vote. Yeah, there you go. I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for voting. That that is just uh, that's heartening to hear that. I love that. Love that. All right, Jessica. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 317 317-239-1310. 317-239-1310. Ron, you wanted to talk about the Middle East? Lovely, Tina. How are you? Well, we know. I done heard you say you're all right, so I ain't going to do that. Mm -hmm. um, wishing you all the best. You know I love you because I say it all the time. I'm looking forward to seeing James over the next day or two and then see you guys on, on Friday. Tina, uh, we live in an imperfect world. Uh, there will never be peace in this world. Of late, Tina, I've been studying um, the new heaven and the new earth. That's in Revelation. And I wondered, what will we be doing in the new heaven and the new earth? Tina, um, if uh, when it comes to war, war is absolutely hell. And there's never going to be any good or bad to come out of a war. But this is where we find ourselves these days. Love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you're having trouble finding your neighbor, look to your left, look to your right. Those people are your neighbors. Tina, wishing you all the best. Uh, have a great show. This is just war is hell. Yeah. Um, yeah. God bless, Tina. Right. You take care. You have a good day. You too, Ron. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, war certainly ain't peace, I tell you. Uh, it's... I almost hate to read some of that stuff, um, and you certainly hate to to share it. But this is this is where we are, uh, and there we go. Um, let's take a quick break and come back. Uh, lines are open: three one seven two three nine thirteen ten. Three one seven two three nine thirteen ten. 
Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we are back with Community Connection. Lines are open rest of the way out, so we have to close it out for the day. 317-239-1310. Talked about a lot of stuff. Talked about the Middle East. Talked about the fact that the City County Council uh, approved the mayor's record budget. Uh, 1.56 or 1.5. It was just over 1.5 billion with a B. Uh, dollars, uh, majority going to public safety, but some uh, significant amount going to uh, to infrastructure and streets, and of course, um, crime prevention and uh, anti violence prevention um, as well. Uh, mentioned the fact that uh, the mayor uh, was happy with everything. Of course, had a unanimous uh, had a unanimous vote, uh, including Democrats and the whole council. So that was good. Uh, and uh, mayor's chap, but the election is next month, so that was good for the mayor. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe that's a good sign that that he he unifies. I don't know because you you would expect with an election uh, in a couple of weeks that there may have been a, retra- a detractor or two from the from the GOP, but there was not, so that was good. But the mayor's challenger uh, for the mayor's office, Jefferson Shreve, did weigh in uh, and uh, uh, you know said that yeah, while well, the mayor uh, was putting money where it needed to go especially around public safety, that no amount of money uh, is going to uh, uh, erase or uh, be a substitute for uh, leadership. Now, he didn't offer what his leadership would be, but um, in this political environment, everything is politicized. And and last night's win for the mayor and for the city, for the citizens of Indianapolis, has uh, been politicized by Jefferson Shreve's comments, which is, you know, that's that's what they do. That's what a race is all about. Um, Also talked about early voting. Uh, uh, not only here, but in the donut counties. Uh, we've got that on our website, praiseindy.com, uh, and a lot of other things. So whatever you want to talk about, that or more or something else, by all means, 317-239-1310. Missy, e., go ahead. How are you? Yes, how are you doing, Tina? I'm doing well. You doing okay? Well, I'm hanging in there. Well, aren't we all? <laughs> well, the reason why I called is this. I'm a senior citizen in my 70s. Okay. And I'm not driving right now mm-hmm. because due to health issues. Okay. And I have um, I've voted in in all of the elections, even the off elections, for over twenty years. I've only missed maybe one or two. Okay. But the reason why I voted is because um, I would like to vote early voting because I'm not driving. I I can't get around. Mm-hmm. And um, I need to. Uh, have a way to get there and i need to know where can i vote early and how can i get there is there someone who could or uh, organization that can pick me up and take me to a uh, vote in person because i asked for a ballot but i don't know if i'm going to get it or not because someone has gotten into my i hate to say this but i'm a victim of a identity theft and they need to address that you know mm-hmm. for the senior citizens being taken advantage of mm-hmm. So right now I'm at a quandary. I need to, I want to vote early. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I think there's somebody that can take care of that. Why don't you leave your uh, your name and your number with Sky, uh, and we'll uh, pass that along to somebody that can get back in touch with you, okay? With, with who? Uh, our tech, the, the person who answered the phone for you. Oh, okay. So, could uh, after you uh, get off the phone, could you have her to uh, 
because I'm going to hold on because I'm a, yeah, hold on, hold on after. I'm a victim of identity theft, so I need to know I'm talking to the right person. Well, her name is Skye, mm-hmm. and uh, she will verify that once you start, once you and I stop talking. Uh, she's okay. she's going to talk directly to you. She's okay. nodding her head, and um, I can verify that. In fact, what I can do is um, we can get the... We'll get the contact information for you, and uh, if you were more comfortable, we can give that to you after we have your information, and then you can decide if you want to contact someone else, or we can give it to someone. It's up to you. Well, see, what I'm saying is this. If you give it to me now, after, you know, after you mm-hmm. not talk to me, but I talk to her directly, then I know that when the person coming back is who they're supposed to be calling back because I'm, I'm a victim of death. And that's horrible. I, I, I feel your pain. I know what you're going through. I know. I, I mean, I know what what that's about. And that's that's horrible, horrible, horrible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but just stay on the line. Uh, okay. Guy is going to help you out and um, we'll uh, we'll get you to the right folks. OK, because okay. there's no doubt about it. Somebody's going to make sure you get a chance. I, I, I know a couple of different routes. Uh, it's just finding which one is the best one for you. So we're instead of prolonging it we'll just get your info and then we'll get you connected with where you need to be okay with who you need to be connected with i appreciate it not a problem we appreciate you and thank you for voting thank you thank you thank Mm -hmm. you i love it all right you know what that's just so refreshing uh and and when you hear people say i ain't fooling with it i ain't gonna vote and here here's a woman who can't drive uh, wants to vote and 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 can't figure out how to get to do it, but sincerely wants to do so. That is that's the spirit, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we're looking for. Um, and and I think it's still there. I'm not going to give up on that. I think it's still there. Um, so yeah, we're going to get her hooked up. We're going to get Missy e hooked up. Uh, George, go ahead. Hi, Tina. How you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you doing today, sir? Okay, I'm listening to everybody talking about um, making me smile over here. Everybody talking about they want to go vote. It's beautiful. That is, um, isn't that great? It's, it's beautiful. Yeah, I, I'll tell you some crazy. Made my day. <laughs> I, yeah, I got. I received a absentee ballot. Not even apply for one. <laughs> that happened. I'm like, wait a minute. I ain't even apply for an absentee ballot. <laughs> that's concerning. That's concerning. I'd, I, you know, follow up with that because that's, uh, that yeah. shouldn't have happened. Yeah, it shouldn't have happened. I'm like, wait a minute, how did I get? And I got, I received two of them. Matter of fact, it was two in the package. So I'm like, okay, something ain't right. Mm, but, um, no. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I got to get. I, I need to get looking at that and see what's going on with that because that was mm. that was kind of weird. Mm. Um, what I was we talking about when you talking about voting? Um, I was checking out uh, Jay Tapper that day, and he was asking some really relevant questions. And I was listening to the people over on uh, TYT. And Jay Tapper was asked, I think it's Israel's equivalent to our Secretary of State. And he was asking about how we got here, how the war started. And it was basically like they would skip, he was skipping around the question. And he was asking about, well, even though you have everybody's agreement with you to retaliate, at a certain point, over retaliation, have you considered that and where you right. go to? Yeah. And, and, um, about safety zones and you know it's a thing where jay tapper was hitting on like nobody seems to want to come to the agreement about where can the people go to you're asking 1.5 million people to leave but where are they going to go where are they going to go there's nowhere to go the ocean to go the ocean and then uh the tyt the young turks they was talking they was made a really really thing that that hit me and not hit me and i'm like they said if there was a solution to peace in the middle east 
and everybody could have an equal say over there, that pretty much a person like Netanyahu would be gone because you have six million Palestinians huh, huh. to be able to vote. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Thinking, yeah. You know, when you have that many people who would vote not in favor of you and in favor of somebody else, that, that's, that's, that's one heck of a thing to think about. And I didn't think of it like that. I was like, wow, the power of the vote could really change the political dynamics in, that, in the Middle East over there mm-hmm. if there was, let's say, a one-state solution and everybody was able to share the land. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was really something. And I heard uh, James the other day before I hung up, mm-hmm. and he, was asked, he made a comment about um, – the people in Ethiopia that are Jewish to follow the Judaism. Mm-hmm. And uh, I watched the documentary about that, uh, what he was reflecting to, and about they have people who actually left um, Ethiopia and they went to Israel, and the way they were treated was not all that great. Uh, they were treated like second-class citizens uh, by the Israeli government. Um so I heard James when he said it, and I was going to try to, you know, I wanted to comment on it, but it, uh, they did a documentary about that about five or six years back that I was following. Yeah. And, I, yeah, and, and that, that echoes over. some of Jeff's comments as well. Yeah, you know, yeah, how they come over there and they, uh, not treated, you know, they want yeah. to follow the, the religion and the faith and everything, and they're not treated fairly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's why, I man, I'm just happy. When I'm going to get off here, I'm like, I'm happy everybody's getting out to vote. I'm going to get my tail up and go vote. <laughs> I am, too. I'm going to get my tail downtown and go vote. I pro- I'm not going to wait for the satellite sites to open. I'll probably go down uh, either one morning before work or one morning, one afternoon after work. But I'm going down. I'm going downtown City County Building. Get it done. Yeah, I'm going to go down. I'm trying to get out there tomorrow. Just trying to find a place to park. It's like chaos and disorder. That's so, true. That's true. Yeah. But uh, on the on the positive side of that, I'll just park somewhere and get my steps in. So, but I'm I'm voting. <laughs> Me too. I'm right there with you. <laughs> All right. Thank you, George. Okay. Have a good day. All right. You too. Right. Appreciate it. And uh, again, uh, very, very heartwarming, uh, just a reaffirming call uh, from Missy, who um, needs a ride to vote. She needs a way to get down to early vote uh, because she, due to health conditions, she's no longer able to drive, uh, but uh, has been the victim of identity theft. So she has some trust issues with some folks. And so we need to get her uh, or we're going to get her uh, in touch with some folks that she can trust and some folks who are going to make sure that she gets to exercise her right, her constitutional right uh, to vote. Um, again, um, 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310 if you want to call in. We have a, just a couple more minutes um, uh, before uh, we have to take off. But uh, the other thing, uh, speaking of voting... Um, just wanted to let everyone know uh, that uh, early voting is open for <laughs> Indianapolis and Marion County. It's now underway everywhere, really, in the state. Um, for Indianapolis and Marion County, though, it's only available at the City County Building, which is located 200 East Washington. Uh, on October 28th, the early voting is going to expand to 28. 28- No, my goodness. On the 28th, early voting will expand to eight other satellite sites uh, here uh, in Marion County, Marion County, Um, and it's going to be available. So um, the sites here in Marion County, starting on the 28th, uh, 
Decatur Township Government Center, Franklin Township Government Center, MSD of Lawrence Education and Community Center, Perry Township Government Center, Pike Library Branch, St. Luke's United Methodist Church, Thatcher Park Community Center, and Warren Township uh, Government Center. Uh, Vote.nd.gov is the website. Hamilton County, early voting locations, HamiltonCounty.in.gov, HamiltonCounty.in.gov. Early voting is going to be there in uh, Noblesville, Carmel, Fishers, and Westfield, Hendricks County, early voting. If you want to know more, go to co.hendricks.in.us for specific hours um, at all the various sites. Their sites are going to be the Government Center, uh, the Brownsburg Public Library, and the Radiant Bible Church uh, in Avon. Johnson County, early voting locations. Johnson County Courthouse, the White River Public Library. Greenwood Public Library, Trafalgar Public Library, John R. Drybread Community Center, Greenwood Village South Retirement Community, Otterbein Senior Life Community, and the Compass Park slash Indiana Masonic Home. You can go to co.johnson.in.us. Uh, for more information on the locations and all of their hours. In Boone County, you can find specific hours at their website, which is boonecounty.in.gov. Again, boonecounty.in.gov. Uh, early voting locations, the Boone County Courthouse, uh, the Whitestown Municipal Building, Zionsville Town Hall, Zionsville Hussey Mayfield Library, Grace Baptist Church, Jamestown Municipal Building. And again, that's in Boone County. And finally, Hancock County, uh, you can go to Hancock in hancockin.gov those locations the hancock county courthouse in greenfield the hancock county public library in greenfield hancock county public library sugar creek branch in new palestine uh in the mount vernon school admin building in fortville again all of those are on our website praiseindy.com that is all the time we have for right now um we are always praise am 1310 and 95.1 fm indies inspiration don't forget about our website praiseindy.com willie moore jr on the radio is up next thank you as always for listening we'll talk again soon tomorrow good as always be safe and be well i'm tina cosby and this is community connection Thank you.